Hello and welcome to StarCast from Planet Waves. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, the host of PlanetWaves.fm and the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope. Welcome to a new edition. Today's program is for Monday, March 14th, 2022. And I am here with a look at the astrology through the full moon in Virgo, which takes place on the 18th, that's on Friday, um, at uh, about 2.17 in the afternoon. So basically everything I say is going to be uh, focused on on warming up uh, this event. We begin today with the moon in mid-Leo uh, and the sun in late Pisces. Um, if you're wondering what the astrology really consisted of over the past few days, that would have been the conjunction of the Sun and Neptune. It's not really very easy to characterize things like a Sun-Neptune conjunction, except to say that it can feel a little odd, a little psychic, and a little lunar. Uh, Neptune can have the feeling of a uh, of, of a high-powered moon uh, affecting the astral body. So its um, its its effect is a little bit off the normal. Uh, physical spectrum of uh, of of let's say sensations and it's uh, quite sensitive and it can be delusional and there can also be a fog uh, surrounding this thing that is uh, probably uh, just about clearing by now so uh, meanwhile the moon in mid leo has been making oppositions to various planets planets in uh, Aquarius all day and will continue to do so into tomorrow. Uh, those include Mars in Aquarius. Mars at about six and a half degrees of Aquarius and Venus at about seven and a half degrees of Aquarius. Uh, they are still moving in a fairly close conjunction, uh, about a little more than one degree. This uh, Venus-Mars conjunction has gone on for many weeks, although it is now separating. Venus is picking up speed and uh, and has uh, overtaken Mars as of about one week ago. Uh, also, we have Mercury in Pisces, and uh, that's at about seven and a half degrees. The degree is just the address. There's 30 degrees in every sign, so this is not about mathematics any more than you know the address uh, 500 Wall Street is about mathematics. It's just the uh, place uh, where the planet is. So Mercury gets seven, uh, seven or so uh, Pisces working its way toward uh, this group of planets that are inhabiting Pisces. So there'll be a lot of Pisces activity over the next few weeks, even uh, as the sun exit, exits Pisces on the, uh, on the Aries equinox uh, in a few days. Okay, so what else happening uh, before we move into the next uh, stage of the moon, which is uh, the moon in Virgo? Let's see. Ah, here's an interesting one. Uh, this is uh, slowly developing uh, the asteroid Pallas Athene, uh, one of the more important asteroids, one of the uh, earliest ever discovered asteroids, is approaching its conjunction to Chiron. Let's get a um, let's get a fix on that. It's coming up uh, pretty soon, and it it gains significance uh, first of all because of the the, the conjunction involves uh, involves Chiron, and uh, that is a um, 
you know, a, a noteworthy planet to have activated by an asteroid, and it's likely to bring out the themes uh, in that asteroid in a, uh, in a very pronounced way. So the conjunction is uh, today's Monday, so that's on uh, Wednesday afternoon, Eastern Time, all times in this podcast are Eastern Time. And the, I've been meditating on this Pallas Athene conjunct uh, Chiron, and this is taking place in Aries, of course. And Chiron in Aries is the original, uh, let's say, a sigil of identity politics. This whole phenomenon of identity politics begins, let's say, midway through the Vietnam War protest era um, and in the very late 1960s, and it's fully uh, gathered strength by the early 1970s when essentially uh, all politics are identity politics. And then through the 1970s, uh, as Chiron moves through Aries, what w- was previously first a civil rights movement in the 1950s and 1960s, and then an anti-war movement in the late 1960s fragments and becomes a million different movements, an environmental movement, a feminist movement, a black rights movement, a Latino movement, um, and, and many, many others. The New Age movement, right? That that kind of fills in the role of, uh, of, of spirituality. And all of these are associated with identity above all else, more than cause, more than purpose. The LGBT movement, right? The gay movement, right? It's not about being homosexual. Rather, it's the gay movement, right? So everything becomes a matter of movement politics. Movement politics are almost always identity politics. We're now at the Chiron return of all this movement and identity politics, and we can see the many ways in which this is just going to continue to, uh, let's say, uh, push the proverbial envelope and kind of go beyond the point of utility. But that's the world in, in which we live, and it comes with a whole bunch of uh, baggage, uh, such as, you know, um, if you don't wear a so-called mask, you are going to kill my grandmother. This is a convoluted, perverted concept of identity politics. The United States also has a kind of a political naivete to it that really has spread throughout the once free world. And so this comes up in the whole concept of the Pallas Athene conjunct Chiron in Aries aspect that is exact now and um, and will be ultra extra special exact in in about uh, about two days from now again on Wednesday. Not sure when you're listening. Okay. Also on uh, on Wednesday, uh, the moon enters Virgo at twelve fifty eight a.m. EDT. So at about one o'clock in the morning, Eastern Time, uh, overnight Tuesday to Wednesday, the moon enters Virgo, and we begin what I consider to be the official full phase. Uh, there, there are no strict definitions of this, but I consider uh, all the time that the moon is in the opposite sign of the sun to be full phase. So this begins uh, at twelve, at just past uh, midnight on uh, on on the sixteenth. Um, that is uh, again overnight Tuesday to Wednesday, and there are a lot of uh, 
lot of uh, planets in Aquarius and Pisces, which the moon will have been or is about to be making aspects to. So the moon is engaged in a long series of, of opposition aspects that goes on for about four or five days. This is not always the case uh, because the the moon moves quickly and the planets are often splayed out in various places in the zodiac, but it happens to be that uh, there's currently one from late Capricorn through late Aries, uh, that's uh, hmm, 90 degrees, uh, Pluto, Vesta, uh, Mars, Venus, Juno, Saturn, Mercury, uh, Nessus, Jupiter, Neptune, the Sun, Pallas, and Chiron, and Eris. <laughs> All of those <laughs> are crammed in one little sector of the Zodiac, and the Moon is right now in the process of opposing all of them. So that is the tension in the air. It is uh, the, the, the need for sane and reasonable dialogue. Also, the need to retreat and step out of actively engaged relationship. I know there's some people who are never alone, basically. Uh, that only partially makes up for the people who are almost always alone. But if you're one of those people who's almost never alone, make sure you get a break from being around people. If you're one of those folks who's often or almost always alone, uh, get out and see what's going on in the world and um, and engage with people. I know it hasn't been very appealing the past few years to do that, and we are emerging into a fairly recently remade world, uh, and uh, I, I do know that uh, sometimes things can be a little bit difficult to recognize. Uh, anyway, uh, 1.58 a.m. Eastern Time on the 16th, Wednesday morning, the moon enters Virgo and begins to make a it begins with a conjunction to the hypothetical trans Pluto, a very intense point of integration, of inward focus and assembling the pieces and stitching and weaving things together. The moon will then oppose Mercury. Uh, that'll happen uh, fairly early in the in the morning on Wednesday in most places, uh, and then. Then, then a series of oppositions uh, to uh, to points uh, kind of consecrate the full moon. So let me let's let's get let's get into the weeds on that a little bit, and we'll start with uh, the moon opposite Mercury. Moon opposite Mercury, March sixteenth at ten o seven, ten o eight p.m daylight time. So that's Wednesday night, Eastern time. Um, and then from there, it is a very quick succession of oppositions that the moon is making to planets in Pisces, culminating with the moon opposite the sun in Pisces. So that's like, it is a, a series of, you could think of it as full moons, because the moon's at opposition, and it's building toward it's in full phase. It's building toward the exact opposition to the sun. And so that's a lot of Virgo and Pisces. A lot of Virgo and Pisces says, consider the inspiration side of things on one hand and the technical details on the other side of things. So Pisces-Virgo is a very useful aspect because it is a way of integrating um, the, the technical side of things and the creative side of things. And pretty much anyone who is got some creative mojo going is in one way, shape, or form utilizing the Virgo-Pisces axis. And it is soon about to be pretty much at its peak uh, for, the, for, the, for this year, uh, indicated 
by the presence of the sun. Short-lived though it will be, uh, the sun only has about six days left in the last sign of the zodiac. All right, let's uh, let's take a look at the chart for the full moon itself. Um, that's moon opposite sun. The moon is opposite the sun at 3.17 a.m. on Friday, March 18th. So that's really, for most practical purposes, overnight Thursday to Friday or early Friday morning in points east, England, UK, uh, rather UK, Europe, Eastern Europe, and so forth. Okay, so Eastern Time, 3.17 a.m., the very late Virgo moon opposes the very late Pisces sun. Uh, this is uh, interesting because the degrees are so late. Now, the astrological events seem to gain a bit of intensity for being in the last few degrees of a sign. Uh, these are sometimes called the anoretic degrees, A-N-A-R-E-T-I-C, um, which essentially translates to a very potent and concentrated expression of transformational energy, i.e. change and an edgy quality and one thing becoming another thing. And the speed of these transitional events continues because very soon after the full moon, the moon enters Libra, just a little, just over, really early on Friday morning. We'll get to that and I'll, I'll end with that chart. Um, and then the sun very soon um, enters Aries. So we are at the end of something. Uh, we are at the end of the solar year. Uh, the astrological year counts from the Aries equinox uh, through again to the next Aries equinox. And, uh, and so we are in this uh, wrapping up phase. And we're also in the true disseminating phase of the season, whatever season uh, that you might be in. When the sun is in a mutable sign, the energy of one season is giving way to the next season, and then there's always a power surge at the beginning of the new season. In this case, the spring is coming in the Northern Hemisphere. Imagine all of the energy that is released when all of those seed casings break and all of those hibernating plants come back to life and, and push out countless thousands of tons of biological matter, of biomass, uh, sprouting forth in, into the physical plane and begin uh, afresh the, the process of, of seasonal growth and photosynthesis and starting to suck the carbon dioxide out of the air and improve the air quality because it's almost always good to have plants around unless, of course, you're allergic to them. Uh, and, uh, and that's uh, most of what I've got to say to you. Let's just take one quick look at the sun entering Aries and um, and we'll we'll uh, cover that in more detail in uh, Thursday or Friday's edition whenever I uh, get to it. Uh, the sun enters Aries March twentieth, twenty twenty two, at eleven thirty three a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, um, and. What's going on with that? So we've got the Pallas Chiron conjunction still really tight. We've got the Venus Mars conjunction still uh, really tight, and at the time of the equinox, the Moon is in the very last arc minutes of Libra, and so it is uh, about to change signs itself. So first the Sun changes signs, and then truly within about ten minutes, the Moon changes signs. And we have a whole new season 
a whole new day and um, hopefully a gradually improving uh, approach to life and to existence. Planet Waves is a subscriber service. I know this uh, generally falls on deaf ears, but if you care about Planet Waves and you enjoy the astrology you hear and you like Planet Waves FM, and if you like reading my horoscopes, please get a core community membership, a very basic membership. We do give discounts to these, and I'm also planning to have the Aries birthday reading called Aries Studio in your hands fairly soon. Please check the front page for an ad and an announcement. Thank you for listening. Signing off from Kingston, New York on the 14th of March at 5.30 p.m. This is Eric Francis. Stay in touch.